0: Welcome back to another episode of the Giorgio Says podcast. And today's guest is David Yontef from Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. If you don't know who he is, you are definitely living under a rock. He is posting daily episodes. He knows all the housewives. He has even given his prediction as to what's going on with the New York City cast. And I don't think he's ever been wrong before, guys. So let's get into this episode. But before we do that, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any future podcast episodes. And if you want to listen to this audio, you can do so by going to any platform that you get your podcast from. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to- Hi. Hi. All right. We have David on. David, I've been dying to talk to you because I've been listening to your podcast. I actually love listening because you post so many episodes and they're just like, you just keep them coming. So it's like, I, <laughs> I don't I feel, have to worry about missing anything. Cause it's just like, there's always these gaps that get filled in, you know, throughout the episodes. And I'm just like learning things that I didn't know from the past and then present and then talking ahead. So.
1: I was going to at, well, when we went to five days a week, at one point it was like, this is temporary people. And <laughs> then here we are like two years later and it just, it's not going to change. It's going to stay five days a week.
0: No, it's doing, I love it. I love that format. I mean, as long as you can, you know, continue doing, cause I know it's a lot.
1: It's a lot of work, but I feel like there's so, I mean, the alternative is no better to me. There's so many people I want to talk to and people reach out to me now. And so it's like, I'm not one to say no. So. That's so awesome. I'm having, it's, it's good. It's good. Five days a week. It's like every day you need another show, right?
0: Yeah, no, I love that. It's like, cause it's like fresh that so keeps the conversations going and you just, that's probably why it works so well too. Cause it's like a nice formula you have going. So now people are like, no, I want to join the conversation, you
1: know? And God forbid it's a holiday and it's like, there's a, I mean, people are like, where's the new episode? It's like people now, like, God forbid I don't put out five shows a week. I'm like, it's a holiday. We're doing a repeat today. Like, Every show does a repeat. That's like normal. And oh my God, people are like, I, I need a new episode. I'm like, it's been one day.
0: God forbid there's like Christmas or something.
1: Like exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Why didn't you record it earlier? Exactly. Um, no, but it's super cool. So are you you're obviously watching what's going on currently with Salt Lake City, right? So what are your thoughts thus far?
1: I mean, well, you know, okay, so Mary is not coming back, obviously. So, you know, it's this like fine line between, like, you know, yes, if you don't go to the reunion, you get fired. But so technically, Mary can go on the list of fired housewives, which is all of them except for maybe like five. But, mm-hmm she knew what she was doing. You know what I mean? It's not like, I mean, she didn't just not go to the reunion. She didn't go to the reunion and then she started tweeting about how awful reality TV is and how it's evil. So look, I really feel that Mary didn't go to the reunion, not because she was worried about, you know, owning up to like these racist, you know, quote unquote alleged, you know, like people are, she said some things. Yeah. But I don't think she cares about that, really. I really think she didn't come to the reunion because there's stuff to hide in that church. That's what I think. And she saw what happened to Erica. And she saw what happened to Jen Shaw. And I think Mary is just like, like I, I really don't think Mary knew what she was getting into when she joined the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like, I don't think she understood like what Housewives really was and what happens. And like, you're, in, it's not just what you decide to share with us, Mary. Like everything will be uncovered. So I don't think she cares that, you know, they were going to come for her and say like, you made a reference to like Jenny's eyes and you made a Mexican comment to like, at least I don't think Mary cares. I think she's just like, I'm not racist. Shut the hell up.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I don't, I think, sh- I think she's realized like, oh, if this goes on season three and season four, like my people are going to come knocking on my door. And I think she has a good thing with the church and they think she's God and she makes money. And like, I just think she's like, this is more important than whatever. I mean, look, you have the fame. If you want the fame, you don't ever need to be on TV again. You just need two seasons, right?
0: Totally. I mean, that's enough. I mean, it's a big enough platform that if you're on it for two seasons, you you can garner enough of a following that you can continue on and not still be on the show, I feel like. Totally. So and I, I think,
1: think, yeah.
0: I think also recently her cousins come out and exposed a ton of things. And I think leading up to the, season finale there's probably some things that from what I've read and heard she's not pleased with probably because they're gonna kind of aim at the church stuff and I mean we'll have to keep watching but it just seems like there's some sort of plot twist of some sort that I think she saw coming and was like oh I'm not doing this
1: and, like, right, you're talking about all, like, the sexual allegations that she yeah, yeah, yeah. was sleeping with Cam and, like, also, like, yeah. And
0: Everyone was cool with this whole situation. It was just, like, a very strange dynamic, it sounded like. But, I mean, and- we've heard other things, but it's just, I don't think she was, I don't think she found the money worth going through all of that and potentially destroying her whole life around it.
1: And I think Mary's just used to, like, I'm God and these people bow. And I'm not coming for her. It's just that's how it is in that church from what we've seen. And I think she was just like, oh, wait, you're going to all rake me over. Like, why would I show up at this thing? Yeah. And I'm so out. Like, I'm not interested in this.
0: Well, because she's not she doesn't ever have to deal with anyone challenging her. So for her to be with these ladies and then be on camera and you have to do that bit, too, you know, so people get to have an opinion and she's just kind of like, oh, I don't don't talk to me. You know what I mean? So she kind of has this, like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? And it's just, she's just, I think she figured it out really quick though, that it, it's going to snowball for her.
1: Totally. And Bravo is probably thrilled. They're probably like, okay, you were kind of a liability. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have to fire you for any other reason And like, we have to change the show up. I mean, I don't think anyone would have really been let go otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know who it would have been. It wouldn't have been anyone else. Maybe they just would have come back with the same cast, but you can only do that for two seasons. So I think Bravo is like, great. Like, we're searching for a new housewife now, period. The end. And that will change the dynamic of the show. Like, I don't think they care at all. And the show will go on just fine without her. Like, She was a big part of the show. I mean, I loved her, but she was already the one who stuck out. You know what I mean? So it wasn't a true ensemble with her. And so like, I think they're going to, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be let go. they're not going to let go of Jenny. They're going to keep her. And just like, Jenny's grown on me actually over the season.
0: Same. In the beginning, I wasn't sure about her only because with that whole sister wife storyline, I didn't know too much about her yet. And I just didn't know if that was just something that she was trying to use. But then as it went on, I was like, oh, she's actually, I, the more I got to know her, I mean, I feel like they're giving her a nice, well-rounded edit. I mean, they're showing different facets of her personality, which I think has helped her grow on me a little bit more too. But
1: Totally. And like, we've let other people slide by not having like a breakout first year and here they are several seasons later. So it's like, she's fine. Like I, I was just bored of her at first, but she's fine. Like she's like- she'll be great next season. You know what I mean? I think after the reunion, like, I think she'll speak up at the reunion and I think she'll be like, okay, this is a housewife. I get it.
0: I think it's like a learning kind of thing for them too, when they're new, because they're, they're figuring it out. And I think once they get comfortable on camera and the cameras just kind of fall back and you don't really pay attention to it, I think they can really start to like react and do it in a way that they feel authentically like present for these conversations because she really like especially at her faux lunch I was really like wow she's just like I'm not gonna let this slide you guys are all being fake you guys we've all said stuff you know so I was like okay I kind of respect her because she's trying to be authentically honest but she's not trying too hard either to try to like garner camera time just for the sake of it
1: totally so I'm like okay I like her (laughs) But yes, Mary is gone and she's not coming back, period. I
0: think it's a good good thing long-term, I think, for the show, though.
1: I think so. I mean, yeah. Like, it's when you watch those Housewives where you're like, this isn't okay. Like, this isn't fun anymore. Like, something's really off. Mm -hmm. Mary gave me those vibes.
0: Yeah, it was like something sinister. She was like, Protecting, and she wasn't going to let anything expose that or whatever it is that they're doing. But I think so many people have come out, and I think she's realizing, oh, the the show is throwing me under the bus because people are using it as a tool to come after me, and this is not this is not good for business, you know.
1: It's not totally, for God, it's not good for business, and I think she's just like, let me just go back to the church and forget it that I ever existed, like.
0: Let me go back to my closet mm-hmm. and just not be bothered. Sure, think, I mean, yeah. What do you, What are your thoughts on just the overall, like, because I feel like people are still slowly warming up to Salt Lake City because they're, they're not sure what the dynamics are. What are your thoughts? Like, what do you think that is? What do you think the disconnect is for people? Because I feel like it's a good, it's ramping up like nicely in my opinion, but I feel like some people are hesitant to jump on board because they see maybe the snippets and they're just kind of like, this seems all over the place.
1: I just think like we are on a decline with Housewives. I mean, not me, not you, not Mm -hmm. the core people that are listening to, you know, my Behind the Velvet Rope podcast or this or, but the ratings are just down for everything. And so I think like Salt Lake, when, They added the franchise. I mean, I think it's a great franchise. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you keep changing up these casts of like old franchises, and it's only so much you can do. And so to have like a new franchise, it's like a whole new show. And we're so excited. Like, remember the days when we used to have a new show on Bravo all the time? Oh, it was like
0: every other week.
1: (laughs) when and I get it it's we don't have anything new I mean I know we have winter house and we have every incarnation of below deck but like there's nothing really new and so it's like it was great so I think it's a great franchise and I think it's so much more interesting than plenty of the other franchises that are on the air I just think that like with the ratings down for all these other franchises I just think people were like well I'm not invested like there's no Vicky there's no Tamara. like I'm not I don't know who these people are. I'm just not going to start. Like, I'm not even going to start something new. I just can't. Like, I'm too much. That's really what I think it is. Because the ratings in Salt Lake were never blockbuster. They've gotten a little better this season, especially like with the Genshaw Van episode. Mm -hmm. But they're not like over a million. So I just think people were just like, I don't know who any of these people are. And like, why should I bring this into my life? I'm just mm-hmm. not going to go there. That's really what I think it is. And I also think like, you know, you hear Salt Lake and you're like, why? Like it's not, <laughs> it's not New York. It's not Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. You're just like, eh, this sounds so weird. And yeah, people that watch it are like, Oh shit, this is so good. But I just think people don't even get there. They're just not turning it on. I think for those two reasons.
0: Yeah, I can, I can see that. Because I mean, also too, like, even with current, franchises when there's like a Vicky that leaves right those fans don't it's like a relationship to them they've invested this time and now she's not on it I don't care about the show anymore because to me she was the show and that's why I think honestly why Vicky calls it her show because I mean I know it's not her show but in her mind she was like the pioneer you know what I mean so I can't take that accolade away from her in spirit because it's kind of, I agree with that in some regard, but I understand that it's an ensemble cast and, you know, but I can understand why somebody wouldn't want to be invested in someone new. Cause it's like a divorce or like someone leaving you.
1: I think that's what it is. I think they're just like, why should we start? You know? And then I think people that have are like, wow, this is so good. Like, I don't know anyone that doesn't like Salt Lake that watches it. It's a, it's a good it's a good addition, but mm-hmm. I just think people are like, why? Totally.
0: They're just kind of like, why now too? Like, where did you guys, like, I think in spirit, the concept is interesting when you look at the, like the lifestyle of what, what is going on there and what's the norm, if you will. Um, so that piece has been interesting. And I think it's great that it kind of lets people in on that so they can kind of have more understanding. Cause I think that's kind of, part of the whole I think it's also diverse too because it creates like it's not all just there's different types of wealth attachments cultural you know so all that plays into it obviously but I think
1: and I just like the setting like we have Orange County New York films in the summer we have all you know Dallas is hot I mean Dallas is gone but I just I love the snow like I just love the actual background of like this feels different because it's like winter like it's like it's awesome
0: but like every episode so it always feels like it's like oh it's like holiday or something because you guys are all like bundled up and you're always going somewhere nice and there's always snow so yeah it's like something
1: different i don't know i mean i really like it you know i mean Mm -hmm. i just i really so far i think it's better than a lot of the other franchises that are around
0: totally i think it has so much potential and i think it'll be it'll be interesting because like I'm interested to see how this whole thing plays out between Lisa and Jen because I don't know. I feel like Jen, she's reactive in this whole thing. And I just make it, I want to believe her. Like there was a couple episodes recently where I was like, oh man, I really am feeling for her. And I, you know what I mean? I caught myself and I was like, but what if this is just a put on and she, but maybe she realized, maybe she really thinks that she is innocent. That's what I started thinking. Like, what if she really does think in her mind that she didn't do anything?
1: I talk about this on my podcast all the time. Like, I do think that, look, I mean, you have to have somewhat of a narcissistic personality to be <laughs> catch. I mean, I, totally. I, did, I, I did a bonus Patreon episode way back about like, I had a resident narcissist on and we went through of, like, who's a narcissist? Who is it? Like, I think Jen is, yeah, I mean, I think that she probably believes that she's really innocent. You know, her argument is just that I handed these leads over and I did this when I didn't know what anybody was doing with them. Mind you, they've named her as like the number one top person in this whole thing. (laughs) So I don't know, right? But I have moments where, yeah, I have moments where you believe her, right?
0: hmm Well, specifically when she was with her mom, you know, that moment was where I think I started to, I, I mean, I obviously felt for the mom in the situation too, because that's, that's probably a lot to do and to share on camera because I'm sure that's not super comfortable for people involved to discuss, but-
1: you it's know, like, you have to wonder, like, in a way, I don't know, like, do you stay on the show? Like, it's both ways. It's like, well, now you really need the money. So mm-hmm. legal bills. So why not stay on the show? Like, if you're going to go away anyway. And then part of me is like, do you really under like, I'm not sure Jen understands what's really at stake here. Like, this is not like Teresa, you you know, nine months in a, in a camp. Like, this is a long time that you could be gone. And I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm a lawyer, like I don't practice anymore. But I mean, the feds do not just decide to come to your house unless there's like, you're, there's evidence They don't just, this isn't like a, I'm mad at my neighbor and I'm going to sue you like so this isn't just going to go away. It's and they were weird
0: investigating that- her probably for a while, I'm sure, before they just decided to pop up at Beauty Lab. It wasn't like a oops.
1: <laughs> totally. And it really has nothing to do with her going on the show. Like, this was in motion. Like, they were looking into her for a long time. I mean, it's just weird. Like, now, it's like when everyone underneath you or around you is now pleading guilty and you are holding on to this, like, I'm not guilty, it's like at some point, you know someone's going to say like you have two choices like you're either sticking with that and you're going away for this many years or you're changing your play so i just think it's going to be interesting i don't know there's just there's something so much more inherently uh there's just something unhar- inherently unlikable about chen Cha. she
0: just doesn't seem she just doesn't seem like she really has the best interest for people in her life. It's more and no like,
1: depth, like no depth. No, at all.
0: it's all like trauma that has been shoved in boxes and covered and masked with things, and you know this high lifestyle that she's been maintaining. And yeah, I, I understand she feels the need to have to support her family from her culture. I understand that that's something that weighs on her as the oldest. You know. But there's no reason, there's no reason outside of that for her to garner any other benefit but to keep filling the boxes and and pushing all the stuff back because that's ultimately why she's in this situation.
1: And like I'm sure you've had friends like this. Like, I mean, how exhausting is it to have a friend that is just so drama? Like, I'm really <laughs> shockingly, people might be shocked to find, but I'm like low drama in my personal life like I work a million hours and so like when I'm not working it's just like I don't care we can go to here you can be 20 minutes like I don't care it's fine like everyone just relax I'm not working right now on my it's like everything is fine like I so I mean imagine having a friend like Jen it's this isn't just for cameras like imagine being her like off-air friend I'm sure she was like just I mean we go from like zero to 100 within a matter of a minute it's exhausting. And it's like, calm down. And that's like a narcissistic personality of like, everything is so drama and about you and like, just chill, man. I don't
0: know. um, I did have a friend that had that type of personality. We were friends for six years and every, I mean, and every time I felt like I turned around, something else had happened to her Either. And it was always a it was always relationship drama and
1: Ugh, stuff like know.
0: that. So it that was the I know worst. the time. like and it would be seven-hour phone conversations or quick dinners were six hour dinners, and people are telling us to leave, and then we're still talking like she wouldn't it's overly like and did not once ever be like, So how are you? Or what's going? I could be on fire. And she'd be like, but anyways, so this this person just screwed me over, shocking, and it's like well, <laughs>
1: I, I say that all the time. Like people are like, what do you do when you hang out with all these housewives that you're friends with? And I'm like, well, a, we talk about housewives, but you know, I did have this thing one weekend where I was like, I- I'm just going to, I'm going to play a game in my head of, is this housewife going to ask me one question about myself? Just one. Cause we're together now for 48 hours. Like, let's just, let's just start. And I'm like, so there is this narcissistic and then people are like, well, why? I mean, okay. Like it's work related too. So like, that's why I'm there. But yeah, it's that like, wait, have you asked me anything about like, we what? Like,
0: do you know, do you even know my name?
1: <laughs> right. Like at least yeah. something, like you should ask me some question about how I'm doing in the world as a human being. But so I just don't like that type of drama around me. So like, imagine it's so exhausting to be friends with Jen, I would imagine.
0: Well, that's why I think people didn't, I mean, listen, she's expecting a lot from people and she's being aggressive about it. It's like, she's demanding it. And that's, what's weird to me. It's like, if you have to demand it, that's, you're being too much, or you're being too pushy about it because you're making clearly Lisa. I mean, I don't know. I think Lisa doesn't want to have to deal with it. Cause I think she would have to deal with it probably more than what we probably see, because I think the phone calls, the text messaging, I can imagine the texts that Jen probably writes are probably, you know, lengthy and, you know, are meaty, if you will. So.
1: No. And also like, it's the same thing with Erica Jane. Like I don't understand, like, look, I am a very loyal friend. Like I'm a Gemini, but So, I mean, I would stand by you if you were my friend, regardless of what you did, 100%. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I would have questions. Like, I just want to know, did you do it or not, honey? Like, I'm not going to abandon you. I just need some facts. So I don't know why. It's the same thing with Erica. It's so shocking when you just want some information about this thing that is unfolding that everyone is talking about. Like, I mean, it's okay. Like, we don't have to do it on camera, but I would if want facts. If a friend of mine came to me and is like, I might go away for, you know, I mean, I've known people that have gone to jail. I mean, I'm, but I would have, I'd have some questions. I mean, I would stand by you, but I would just have questions. So I don't know why it's so like world war three with Erica and Jen, when someone's like, well, did you do it or not?
0: Well, because it's like, to them, they're like, how dare you ask me anything about it at all? Like, and then that's just not fair in my opinion, because it's like, well, and just with Erica, you know, just recently, she just launched her Pretty Mess Hair. She did. And, you know, I don't really, I I, kind of got drained covering what was going on with her, but it was the majority of the season and every day there was something going on with her. So it was, how could you not talk about it? But now I see, at first when I saw that she was launching and I was like, okay, this is a good, narrative for you because I I know you're using this as a storyline for the show you're probably going to show us how you're ramping it up but then when I digged around on our website I was like really just from the images the pricing the
1: images it's not cheap it's like first of all sweetie not everyone lives in Beverly Hills Second of all, do you have this money? Like, if you were a consumer of this product anymore to buy this, I, I too didn't. Because, like, I mean, that's the thing. So, like, my show is like a five day a week interview show, and it's not. So, I don't really cover what's going on because it's like, I mean, I could have on, you know, an Orange County housewife in the middle of the. So, I really avoided all the Erica drama but then i mean i'm friends with katherine edwards from beverly hills season six everyone she was there i love
0: when you have her on by the way because everybody she just, she's literally I her so much
1: she's literally i can tell you possibly everyone's favorite guest ever at uh, literally
0: I just loved her on the show. Like I wanted to like meet her just from her being on that season. I just loved her personality. I love that she didn't care to play the game. She was just like a spitfire when she, I don't know, but she's great on you when she comes on your show.
1: And that's the thing. Like she, cause so she's like a regular, like we covered. So then she was like, okay, I'll come on to cover the Beverly Hills reunion with you. And I'm like, should we do one or should we do it every week? And she's like every week. And then it turned into just three hour chats. So it literally, we did 12 episodes on like three, three hours on each of the Beverly Hills reunions. And then it was like, so popular. Then she, like now my Catherine's just a regular on my show, which she, everyone's like, why doesn't she, you know, she needs to be your permanent co-host a there ain't never going to be a permanent co-host on behind the Velvet Rope, people. <laughs> let me just tell you that B she doesn't, people are like, are you paying her? I'm like, first of all, mind your own fucking business. And she doesn't want to, it's just what she wants. Like she's Catherine does not want to like, she drops in for a three hour chat and then goes about her life. I then sit there for seven hours and have to clean up the episode and get it out. <laughs> so like, she's This is just what she wants. She does not want to be permanent. Like she's in Italy now. She wants to come back when she wants to come back. And look, I'm not hurting for like content. Like, where are you? But she'll be back soon. Like she's watching Salt Lake, but people love. So then when Catherine was coming on, then I'm like, okay, I I give up. Like I'm going down the Erica rabbit hole. And then we just talked about Erica nonstop for like five weeks. And then I was like, God, I'm exhausted of this now. I can't imagine people that have been covering this for the whole serious i do think erica's going to get a good edit next season i, I do we'll I talk too. about like when things happen they'll bring it up but it's real look we can't have a whole season of this and people are going to go crazy in the comments blah 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 what happened to this real life victims and but the train is going to move and i mean they're not firing erica so they'll bring it up but it's it's she's going to get a good edit she is
0: well, it would be too, they would ba- it would backfire if they went on another season like that would be too much people would be like why are we why don't you just give her her own spin off until she figures this out then you know yeah. and continue to cover it separately but you know i think i don't know i'm excited that they did bring on a new one i know there's a ton of them filming at the moment with beverly hills right now but i think that It'll be interesting. I think she'll definitely be plot B. Like, I don't think it'll be completely in the background, but I do think they'll play up more of how she's moving on positively more. And it won't be so much of the attacking dinners of like-
1: I think so too. Like we'll have Dorit's home invasion. We'll have Lois passing away. I assume we'll have, you know, Delilah breaking up with all, which just happened. So it's like Kyle, like Kyle's now- going back to halloween so it's like i think we're gonna have just like a really well-rounded i mean they're really doing it this way everywhere now we're like all these you know like will smith's ex-wife is filming and like you just don't know like tracy lynn johnson just got like demoted to a friend like on new jersey so it's like this is the new thing where it's like film and we'll figure it out like where you deserve to be whether you're a friend i mean it kind of makes sense
0: i think so i mean. I would think that's the way you should do it. Just how would you know up front how deserving that person is? I think everyone should have to earn the diamond or the orange or the peach, you know what I mean? Or the apple. Or the apple,
1: right? Like like Bershawn could have been a housewife and they decided to make her a friend. Like it's just, and I think it's like, you look at the footage when it's over and that's how you craft. Like, I don't really think they know when they're filming, like what's the storyline here, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I mean, you know, the basic storylines, but the little nuances, like, and then that's produced like this whole thing on orange County where like Gina's now the comic relief. Like, I think they went through the footage and they're like, okay, we get it. And we're going to edit like, you know, Gina and Heather, and it, it works. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I think they figure it out like when you just look at all that footage and then you're just like, this person's a friend or the opposite, like with Sutton where they're like, they gave her the diamond last season where she wasn't supposed to have it where they're like um, she's kind of like the breakout of the whole season. You know?
0: Totally. Yeah. I mean, well, speaking of orange County, what are your thoughts on this whole Noella versus Heather situation? Infomercial gate. <laughs>
1: You know, well, first of all, it's weird because I I just re released an episode I had with Tamara, and I have some Orange County Housewives coming up this season. So it's weird. Like that's an example where the ratings started out not as great as last season, but they've fallen now. This is like they're down to like I don't know why we had World War Three when like the New York ratings were in the six hundreds, and everything else is the same. Like. This is now in the 700s Vanderpump rules. I mean, did anyone even watch? I mean, I did for work to cover it, but like, Mm -hmm. so it's like, I don't know why people have mixed feelings about Orange County this season. Like, I do think I've said this on my show so many times. I think last season of Orange County was the worst season of any housewives ever in the history of housewives. That's just me personally. I personally, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm biased because I live in New York. And I know Ebony. And so, like, for me, like, New York wasn't as horrible as the world cried out. Like, I don't understand why everyone hated New York. So, I mean, I guess I could understand it, but I didn't really hate it. I just, I hated last season of Orange County. So, for me, I think the season of Orange County is good, but not everyone does. Lots of the ratings have slipped and a lot of people hate Heather.
0: I think people are also mad because, like, I get it. People don't think that Noella is good for this show.
1: Why? Why don't they? Because I have my own theories.
0: I think because they feel like she's been, it's almost like she's been preparing for this. Like it's been a, like an exam for her. She's watched every episode. She's gotten, she right up on everybody. She like read it. I just felt like she's one of those people that was super strategic about how she entered this show. Mm -hmm. And she was willing to expose everything She's secure her, you know.
1: I mean, does that sound familiar of someone else from Orange County, perhaps from the past? I was totally Bronwyn. Bob. Yeah. And that's my thing is like, she's, she was, let's not forget her best friend BFF was Bronwyn and Bronwyn got her ass kicked out and Noella got hired. So that's the end of their friendship. But I personally can't watch the first one or two. And it's funny. I have not Orange County housewife from the past that I just sat down with who's coming up. And she said this on my show, we just recorded it. she's like, you know, the first episode or two, I love Noelle. And I'm like, I get it. Me too. I thought she was great. And now it's like, I can't watch her without thinking Bronwyn period the end knowing they were friends. I mean, they also mentioned on the damn show. It's like, so I watch her and I'm like, you know, none of us believe the 17 things that happened to Bronwyn and then Bronwyn, like she's one of those examples to me where it was like, this isn't this doesn't feel comfortable now. Like this is you have real things that you shouldn't be on TV. This is a liability. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have the same thing with Sonia too, which I don't think Sonia's, I'm 98% sure Sonia's not coming back to New York, which is a whole other thing we could talk about. But oh. I I really look sometimes I'm wrong, but I'm not, not so sure. Really, David. <laughs> I don't think, (laughs) not really. (laughs) Thank you. So I want, well, thank you very much. I watch Noella and I can't get, for those reasons you said, and I can't, then I can't get Bronwyn out of my head. And I'm like, this just seems like you are so acting and not okay. And just how it is that you are calling someone else thirsty is beyond me. Like, do you need a mirror? That's what was mind
0: blowing. It's her use of words and the way that she just like I will say this. I, I'm not Heather's biggest fan. Okay, but I understand the assignment. I understand why she's back. I also understand why Heather decided to come back in this time. They have obviously they want to, they want to push their products. They want to turn, they want to turn their business into like a, you know, DeBro QVC evine you know factory if you will that i don't have a problem with because they don't have 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 enough money
1: and that they need they need some more money correct that's and i'm not and i'm not knocking heather it's just like i get it listen she's gotta sell that
0: house somehow i would keep no way they're gonna keep that house forever
1: it's they're gonna want a ton of money but no i mean i i get it too like her she said like her kids are older Mm she's
0: pushing the daughter's
1: book listen, there's nobody they could have brought back from the OC where they would have that type of entrance. Like it really was, she was the natural one to bring back. Like mm-hmm. I get it. You know, I get it. I mean, but that's my thing with Noella. It's like, I think that she thinks like, you know, okay, so wait, let me go down the list. Like if I'm going to have an issue with anyone, mm-hmm. well, it's gotta be the top dog. Cause that's how I'm going to be relevant. Like, I just think even that's, you know what I mean? Like I think it's calculated like, okay, I'm going to have an issue. I mean, who cares if I have an issue with Jennifer? Like she's new too. It's like, I'm going to have an issue with Heather. That's how I'm, you know?
0: But that's my point. She came into the show having a problem with Heather Yeah, and she was going to find any way to have that interaction where it was like, I'm going to go head to head with her because then I'll get the most camera time. I'll make sure that the producers like me, which I mean, to be honest I don't believe everything on Heather's end isn't like she isn't trying to screw with Noella either with like production and you know how she maneuvers she's very she's smart she knows how to maneuver this and but it seems like Noella is just coming off like and she over rehearsed it and didn't really relax and just go into it and live her experience out like I would just much rather us try to get to the bottom of what's going on with Noella and her husband leaving. And I know we're talking about it, but she's so, in my opinion, erratic around how she's kind of communicating it. And it's coming off in an odd way. Like, I think she, like, when she randomly said to Gina, like, I masturbated this morning. And it's just kind of like, why did you say that? Like that had nothing to do.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I like thought the same thing. And light. it's not just cause I'm a gay man. And I'm like, I don't need to hear this. It's not that. Yeah. It was like, this is un- like, why? Right. Like you're just trying to be controversial now. Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's a very Bronwyn esque thing that kind of triggered me. And I was like that. That's yeah. Just, I don't think yeah. that's necessary. And I don't know why that's relevant to what you guys are talking about, but okay. Cause Gina even was just kind of like, Oh yeah, good for you.
1: Totally. And the thing is like, so Jennifer's not the most like, look, you want like Bravo has the ability to just let people hang in there. Like they, they reward like B level players that are authentic. Right. Like Mm -hmm. Gina and Emily, I mean, If you told me they'd be here in four, four seasons later, I would have told you you were insane, but they're the new Vicky and Tamara. It's like, as a duo, (laughs) like they're not going to get rid of them. Like it just like Mm -hmm. each of them needs the other one. Gina, by the way, to me is the absolute breakout star of the whole season. We have a breakout star here. As far as I'm concerned, it's Gina Kirshenheiter. I'm obsessed. Yeah. She's
0: totally like,
1: I'm like, you're so funny. Like, it's just hilarious. And like, so it's like, they're not maybe the most interesting at in the beginning, but we've now gotten to know them. If you think about it, Tamara, like it took us a while to get to know Tamara and Shannon. So like, there is this like Dorinda broke out in the first season, Erica, like you don't need to. So like Jennifer is, you know, maybe a little more boring, but she has potential. Like if they stick with her, we're going to get to know Jennifer. And I think that has more potential than like Noella, who is like, you seem like just a freak, like you're all over the place.
0: Which is just is very, it's one thing to be transparent and authentic if that's what you're mm. really like in real life. I just don't think that that's right. how you're walking around, you know, Newport Beach, just going to pick up coffee and be like, oh, thanks, I masturbated this morning. It was great. And then walk and, out. I mean, you're just kind of like-
1: And showing up in this whole like Pocahontas <laughs> costume. It's like, it's not bad, but is this like- where we're at a children's book party like a young adult book party like this I don't what what like why this outfit tonight I don't understand it's
0: very like yeah it was so misplaced because it wasn't the crowd for it either it was like it wasn't like i one of them released a book or something that I would have gotten over but i was just like why are you showing up to this teenage girls book release party dressed like that.
1: It's just like the best advice to give. I would give someone who's like first year is like, just A, be yourself and B, authentically be in it. So forget what you've read about, you know, Heather and Shannon, like be in it. So if you think you're going to hate Heather and you love her, then love her. Like that's, that's the best advice. It's like, go in it and like, just forget what you've watched and what you know, just experience the person And maybe you'll be surprised at who you get along with and who you don't. That's my best advice. And just if you think you're being boring, I mean, listen, Emily Simpson brings out a sandwich in a fucking sauna and now it's a thing like that's a real like if Noella did that, we would be like, this is staged, but it's not staged. (laughs) Emily is like, oh, I'm eating a sandwich. And it's so authentic. Yeah. And
0: it was seriously hungry.
1: Now I'm like her.
0: obsessed with I you. believe her. But I loved that moment because she was like, I don't care. But it was, it was authentic to her because like, again, to your point, like they are, they're great together. And I do like how Gina and Heather are like, even though I'm not Heather's biggest fan, I do appreciate the, the friendship that's, you know, blossoming between the two. And I do see the reason why they're both New York transplants. I could see that. I mean, anybody can connect on that level. So.
1: And like, Gina's like, look, I'm not Heather. I'd like to be Heather when I grow up or I'd like to be adopted by her. And Heather has shit loads of money. And I don't, it's like, it's, it's authentic. She's like, I don't need to compete with that. I'm just like, I'm just like in awe of this, which is it's kind of, it's funny.
0: She's fine living in her own way, but she can appreciate and kind of point that out. And I think that kind of makes it fun too. What are your, what are your thoughts on um, New York just in general with what do you, what do you want to see or what would you like to see happen with, with the cast or how they come back?
1: Well, I do think, you know, I made a statement, like I, I stand by this that like I made statements like I wasn't so sure if New York was coming back because Mm -hmm. I mean, Orange County was off the air and we. Fixed it. It took a long time, and we revamped the whole show, and then it comes back to like not great ratings. So it's like, at some point, somebody is going to say at a very high level of NBC, like we have to rethink this whole thing, and like just we're moving on. I mean, Housewives is going to end one day. I hate to break it to everyone.
0: I know it's it's how it's the. Gonna ha- I mean, yeah, everything
1: comes to an end. So, but I do listen. I know people that have been many people that have been contacted that have spoken to production and that are in the mix step one now that was way back in october november there's nothing going on since but i do think new york will be back i do because i wasn't sure of that before and i personally i've said this before too i think personally Leah, there is a zero percent chance we'll be back. Zero. I'm gonna stand by that. And again, you don't think I'm ever wrong? Sometimes I'm wrong. No, I
0: know. So that you heard it here first, then.
1: This is just my opinion. I think Ebony will not be back. She's a friend of mine, but I just mm-hmm. don't think she'll be back. I do not think Sonia will be back. And I think Ramona and Luanda Sepps will be back. That is it from last season, those two. That's what I'm saying.
0: And you're sticking Proof, to it. <laughs> prove me wrong. I'm
1: sticking to it. Ramona Singer and Luann will be back and nobody else. And that will be, they will be hiring five other people. They will never have five housewives again on New York City. They are going to go for seven people. And I do think, yeah, sure. There's, I mean, everyone I know happens to be that Upper East Side white and truly have a connection to Ramona or Luann. Not both, but like a real friendship i think they're going to take one of those types Mm -hmm. and then there's four spots left i think at least three maybe four of those will be like completely diverse but at least three and i don't mean like our token like here's our black house i mean like we are like you know this is new york like we have indian americans asian like it's going to be like salt lake diverse and i think that new york that they get it and i really think they're going to try to make New York. And I also agree with, this is what I want to see like Beverly Hills. I think I personally don't think we've ever had real money on New York other than Tinsley and now Bethany. That's it. I'm just those two, I don't mean like, you know, yes, Ramona has a nice Hamptons house. She can sell it. That's like maybe $8 million. Fine. That's a lot of money. I get it. But I mean like real money, like mm-hmm. Adrian Malouf, Kathy Hilton, Lisa Vanderpump,
0: Generational like, wealth.
1: Where you can just walk in and be like, I want to get this. And it's like $25,000 and walk out. Like, I think they're going to try to make it real money. And if they don't, I think they should. I think that's what people want to see.
0: But see, I think, do you find that, that it's challenging when you want to take it to that level? Because typically those people are more private, right? So the people that are really super, super wealthy would never necessarily expose their life Yes, us necessarily. Yes.
1: I think that's the whole challenge that there are, you're going to have to find very wealthy women that are not in happy marriages and are bored or that are just fame horse, and just have that. Like I and de- I have everything in the world. I should just look, I've said this before. I think if you ask 10 people that don't have money, what do you want? Fame or money? You can only choose one. I think nine out of 10 would choose maybe 9.9 out of 10 would choose money. If you don't have money, and then I think you get all these people with money that have like everything and no problems in the world. And there's plenty of bored people in that category that have everything and like, you can't buy fame. I and mean, you could buy your way into the Academy Awards. You could buy your way into these things and be around these people, but you can't buy fame. <clears throat> you can try, but like real fame. So I think you're just, I do think it's challenging, I do because and also the thing about New York is it's a lot of its finance money and hedge fund money. And like those people can't, like, they just, they will not be on TV to men, like, and a lot of their companies wouldn't allow it. So no one, I mean, you're not, it's like the Sutton thing, season one, you're not getting hired if your family can't film. So that's what it's like, well, you have a husband worth, you know, like $400 million who's like, no, and, the, no, sweetie, you're not allowed. <laughs> yes, I'm setting the women's movement back. But so it is it is challenging. But I think if you really, and that's why I think like New York is going to keep going. I do think that they're going to start filming in New York, like around September. I think it's going to normal time they start to film. So now we're in January, but I think that they will search and search until they find like the right people so I think you can find it but I do think it's challenging in New York but like you think about it there's so much we have art money here and I personally think they should find one person out of all of that to be like the Lisa Rinna the Denise Richards I mean we have lots of actresses here that you know could help you know look I mean look what it did for Rinna's career I mean it She had a great career before, but this certainly didn't hurt. So I think if you're the right person and you're like on that B list where you had a great career and you just this could help.
0: No, I agree. And I think it's good that they're taking the time to actually look at it and not rush it through with casting like they do sometimes because they just want to fill the spot. So they just bring a bunch of people to come and test them out. Um, But I think with New York, it's such a like it's an important franchise, at least. I, I think so. I've watched it from the beginning, like I have with all the other ones. So, you know, it holds a sweet spot in my heart because I lived in New York for four years. And so it was just like watching it, living there was a whole different experience and love for the show. So that's why I'm like, please just make it good and come back, please. Don't where
1: do where you live it. in New York?
0: Um, when I first moved there, we lived in Hell's Kitchen. And then we moved to 110th and like 5th. So like right from, we we're literally across the street from Central Park. So it was like
1: awesome. I want my number one choice for New York of not, like there's choices, but like, okay, like Vanessa Williams is not doing it. No, I'm, but someone would who, it. could <laughs> but I would love it. Someone who could be asked and who I think would do it, get Kamora Lee Simmons.
0: She's she trying to go back to TV, I think. She would.
1: She would do it and she would be, Crazy, insane, and would do it and would just, it would be great. Imagine her with like Ramona and Luann. It would be so good. Like someone call the woman, just call her. She,
0: I I couldn't see her turning something like that down only because I watched her her reality show and I thought she was hilarious in a hoot on that. So I'm like, no, she's perfect for like, she would be so good on there.
1: She would be so good. So she really would be. What did what did you
0: what did you think about the pro, Did you watch the Project Runway episode with the housewives? I did. What did you think about Leah being there as the other housewife that they chose?
1: I don't think that that symbolizes anything, if that's what you mean. Like,
0: okay, that's what I was kind of getting at, because I was like wait a minute. Are we trying to get like a hint out with Leah doing this appearance? Like she's still going to be on the show or is just like a filler because no one else was available.
1: (laughs) Cause like, yeah, like, okay. Who else would it? I mean, you actually could have had Ebony, but then, I mean, it's the same thing. I don't think Ebony's coming back. So what's the difference? And I mean, you could have had Ramona. It would have been great. But look at like Girls Trip and like Cynthia Bailey. I mean, that was the season of everyone who was actually still on the show. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, no, I don't think that means anything at all.
0: Okay, that's interesting.
1: I, I don't. I really. I mean, I think nobody, people are literally on the edge of their seats talking and hypothesizing like, is Luann, Ramona, or Sonia coming back? who's really debating like up at night talking about Leah coming back. Right. It's two seasons. Nobody is invested in her life. And like, you're just associated with this off season. Like you are, you have a black Mark next to your name, like a red X of like, this was the bad season of Roni. (laughs) And you were there. So I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying like you're swept up in that. Mm -hmm. Like kind of like Bronwyn. Like Heather's coming back. We have to get rid of Kelly. Who else are we going to get rid of? Like it's just no one's invested in you after two years. I mean also a lot of people didn't like her. A lot of people don't like Leah. And not that that's why. But like no one's invested. People want to know. There will be mass people will be thrilled or pissed off when the decision is announced regarding Sonia, Luann, and Ramona. That's it. No one is going to argue and go to the stake for Leah at this point on Roni. Nobody cares.
0: I think most people only care about the original three OGs because they know the rest can be replaced.
1: Totally. And that's the thing. I just think there's no real connection. She's gone. Leah's gone. Even if they brought back Tinsley. And by the way, I think nobody from the past is coming back. So, but if anyone did come back, the only two, I think they would even consider that are like on brand for the show. Now this next season are like Tinsley. And I think they would take Bethany if she would take a, the right amount of money, but it's not going to be no $5 million. But I don't think Bethany's coming back and I don't think Tin Tinsley's not even in New York either. She's in West Palm with her mom. So I don't think anyone's coming back from the past. The only person I really think is on brand to come back at this point is Tinsley. I really do. Love Dorinda. I just don't think it's like the direction the show is going. It's going to feel, you know, I think maybe if anyone, it would be Dorinda. But that's it. Her though. Nobody else. Dorinda was a great housewife.
0: I really enjoyed her. So like maybe,
1: maybe, but I don't think so.
0: The, the next girl's trip, the one with Dorinda on it, do you think that'll maybe line her up? Not obviously for the, maybe this next season, but do you think that may line her up to come back?
1: I think it show? depends. I think it depends how it goes. Like, I think she has potential to come back. I don't think it's like, like I can tell you there's 0% chance like Jill Zarin will ever come back. That's never happening. So like, I mean, it's for so many reasons, but like, yeah, like Dorinda's like at least in the game. I think the same thing, like Vicky Gunvalson, never, it's never happening. Tamra, that's, I think she's in the game. I don't think, I don't think Dorinda's coming back or Tamra, but I think it's possible. Like it makes sense.
0: I could see it happening, maybe not right now, but I could see it being down the road, maybe by chance if it's like, the right time or the right moment or something's going on that needs the shift to happen.
1: I just like think Heather. like, right. Like they need to have at least two people from New York pass So it feels like New York, it can't be a whole new cast. And I think two is enough. Like two, I think three, it would be too overpowering. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think it's going to be just like the OC trailers and completely rebranded. And like, this is a whole new New York. And you'll see Luanna Ramona. So you'll feel like it's still New York housewives, but I think it's going to be completely feel different. And I just think like, if you brought Georgia back now, it would be like, it would feel too much like the old New York, which people yeah. want, but I think the longevity, that's not where they want to go.
0: Well, and also they probably want to really make it diverse to your earlier point. they probably want to make sure Working. that they hit the nail on the head with all of, the rest of it because they want to make sure that it has like rich, depthful storylines, not just a bunch of, I don't know. I feel like New York is one of those shows where they just kind of let them run the course and then they just get to the editing board and they're like, oh, okay, I see what we can do here.
1: Like I don't feel like they
0: guide them through their experience. I kind of feel like they let them kind of (laughs) totally go off and do their own thing. And then they just are like, let's hope for the best.
1: Totally, but I do think it's gonna come back but I mean, it's not, there's nobody knows and the the girls don't know as of this minute when we're speaking nobody knows, like for real
0: And I'm sure Sonia will be bombarded with questions this evening about it
1: Bombarded, bombarded But that's yeah. really what I think is happening and I just I, I'm I gonna to stick to it I'm gonna to stick to it, Sonya is not coming back I'm sticking to that for a lot of reasons
0: You're gonna miss her though I love me some Sonia.
1: I, listen, she will go down as a classic New York housewife, right? Like she's, oh, absolutely. she's, when you think of New York, you think of a lot of things, but I mean, the housewives, but you, Sonia's up there, right?
0: Oh no, she's definitely like in the housewives hall of fame. If we're going to like, have she gave
1: so much, she gave oh, so
0: yeah. much, I mean, she's, she was, a, she gave a lot of moments for this franchise that are so memorable that like the memes alone, it's just like
1: (laughs) the real question is, are you going to this event that Sonia is going to be at tonight?
0: Absolutely not. Because where it's at is where every, I don't know. It's just going to be,
1: She's just like making an appearance, right? She probably got $5,000 to show up. But, yeah, like, what is it? Like, just like, I'm She's going to be alive. at a table
0: and she's just going right. to be like, you know, in a corner and everyone's going to be like pretending to not be wanting to go in her area. And it's just going to be annoying. So I'm, and I'm That's too old for that crowd.
1: Beyond annoying. I've been there, done that so many times. It's like, so not interested.
0: Oh, I just, I don't have the patience for it. And also, I mean, the good thing is that we, DC just implemented, um, you have to have proof of vaccination to get in. So at least, you know, to that extent, it's not the
1: worst, but. Is it at like a gay club or just like a restaurant?
0: It's at a, it's, it's just at a bar lounge type place. And I think they're just a promoters making a party there tonight and must have paid her an appearance fee to come. Cause I think she came a year ago and everyone, I mean, she kills it here. Apparently they love And did her. she
1: reach out to any of our Potomac ladies who were in DC yesterday? Did you see that? Like. Giselle, oh, Karen, know. Robin. I
0: saw them all hanging out, but I didn't see if they were like...
1: I think it was in D.C., I'm pretty sure. I think they were at and
0: Olive or something. Yes. Because I saw they post... Well, I saw Ashley posted a TikTok because Karen was in it with her and stuff like that. But what um, What else do you have coming up? What uh, Anything interesting or fun? <sighs> who,
1: who do I have coming up on my show? I mean, I just had Leah Black on from Miami. Okay, old school Miami. Oh,
0: I sh- yes, I saw I saw that. And I was like, like, I don't
1: know if you watched Miami back in the day. Oh, of course I did. Who doesn't love Leah Black? I mean, as a person, like I've gotten close to Leah and she's like, I, I love her,
0: really. I don't understand what the, I never understood the issue with why people didn't like her, why she wouldn't have been. I mean, I get she probably didn't want to come back, but I also feel like, why didn't you bring her? She is Miami to me too. You know?
1: I mean, I asked her on air, like we got to clarify this honey. Like were you asked and you said no, or category B were you not asked? And I'm like, don't give me, I just, there's no, you don't need to explain. It's like, yeah. A or B Mm -hmm. like, that's all I want. You know how my interviews are. I'm like, I don't want any other talking after it. (laughs) And she gave an answer. And people seem satisfied with it, but I need to go back and listen. I I'm, not sure. Really I'm not sure the she answer. really gave an answer. And like, I love, like, I've become close with Leah in real life. And Leah's really honestly and truly, as a person, has like a very generous heart. Like, she's gotten me, she got me Joe Francis, who was on this week from Girls Gone Wild, who dated Paris Hilton and Kourtney Kardashian. Like, he was on my show. By the way, you have to watch it.
0: You know, I'm a, I am a Paris, I'm a Paris Stan. So I, I've been there from day one. I feel like she's my older sister in my head. Paris Me is your birthday. And I'm like watching Paris in love right now. And so happy that she's back in this, in this wheelhouse, you know, TV and whatnot. So,
1: well, if you Google my last name and Joe Francis in Paris, there's a lot of press that has come up because he said, She's the craziest girl he ever dated. And he gives like a lot of examples. And then he goes on to call Kathy Hilton, all sorts of things. I didn't say it, but if you Google it and listen, he, he.
0: Well, now I'm really, I'm going to go listen after we jump off of here, David. Cause now I'm like,
1: Joe is like, what do you want to talk about? And like, I don't want to talk. He's been in like a lot of lawsuits and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about any of that. I want to talk about dating Paris And the fact that Kathy was almost your mother-in-law. And then I want to talk about Courtney and dating her. And the fact that Chris was almost your mother-in-law. He's like, that's what you want to talk about. I'm like, that's pretty much all I want to talk about. And he was like, you can ask me whatever. I was like, that's great. And I mean, I think it's interesting. Like I love an entrepreneur story. Like Girls Gone Wild is so huge. It
0: was a very innovative thing for that time period.
1: And he had a guys going wild too, which I found out during this interview, which I didn't really know. I didn't know that. Well, he's like, I'm like, I, I, I I like need to go, Joe. I have to go Google this and figure out what this is all about. Yes. Wow.
0: Okay. So, well, so
1: like Leah's very generous in that sense of like, oh, you want this person on, I'm really good friends. let me go. I mean, I'm like, is Leah black, my new booker? Like, like, did I hire you overnight? She's just very, that's how she is. She like, is like, let me help you. So. I mean, so now that, I know Joe she really that well. You can sense she does. that.
0: Like, even when she was on the show, I felt that. You know, she was very, she had that motherly instinct. Like she wants to help people. She sees something that could be done better. She just wants to, I appreciate that about her.
1: I mean, I also started out the year with Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal. So talk about, I mean, I did it on purpose. Like, let's just start the year with a bang. As far For as- The what... reason
0: why I started watching their, their, their stuff on YouTube, by the way. Not because I'm a fan of it. I just was so intrigued by the interview. So awesome interview, by the way, because I was like, they don't really do a lot of interviews.
1: They so. don't. They feel like they have a podcast now and just people can pay and listen to theirs. But it was through a mutual connect. I've tried to get Kelly and Rick forever. And same thing. It was a mutual housewife who was like, you need to do David show. He's like the real deal. And so like within two seconds, Kelly got that to me. It was like, okay, I'm going to do it now. And I was like, can you bring Rick? Like, I mean, I I would be fine with just Kelly, but I'm like, I love a joint interview. I just love it. So it's like,
0: I've been, um, I have a list of people that I I'm trying to email today that I want to set up interviews with.
1: Like and who's just, on your list?
0: So Lisa Barlow is is the first person that I've made contact with. So I'm trying to nail that down, if you will. Um, I want Marisol. I want to talk. I definitely want to talk to Adriana from Miami.
1: I would think, I mean, I've had Adriana on my show. I would think Marisol, I mean, she's talk about someone who needs a drink. I think she would do it. I mean think, I think she would or wouldn't? I think she would. Oh, okay. Like, I'm basically, I'm calling Marisol thirsty. So I'm not insulting you. I'm just saying, I think she would like, I don't see why she would say no It would be anything. an easy yes.
0: Basically.
1: I would think. I, I mean, think. Lisa
0: was very sweet about it. She was, she was very like, oh, cool. Yeah, totally. So, cause I really enjoy Lisa. So I'm just trying to go through a list of people that I've always wanted to have like a conversation with. Um, so that's, i loved having Lisa
1: on my show and I love Lisa.
0: No, she's from what I've seen so far and just her engagement, it's just, she seems like authentically sweet. So that's exciting. But so first of all, thank you so much for coming on my podcast because I'm still a baby in this world and you're way busier than I am. So the fact that you're taking time out to come on mine is I'm very grateful. So thank you.
1: Stick with it. Stick with it.
0: I will. And I appreciate that because I started my TikTok in July and then it just started blowing up and then I turned it into this thing. And so now I'm, I'm in the right time. I feel like the timing was perfect for me because I have a full-time job, but I work most, from home. And
1: most people have full-time jobs. Totally. I just- so it's somehow just made like, this you know, my full time shifting
0: where you can. And I take every minute. And I'm an early bird. I'm a morning person anyway. So it works perfectly for me because I get up super early. I can start to like
1: me too. There's nothing better than being a morning person. I absolutely love it. I've already been, it's like we started at 10 a.m. on a Saturday I was up. I went to the gym. I love a morning. I love I get a morning. Upset
0: when there's like a day that I if I do sleep until like seven or seven thirty. Same,
1: like... same here. Same here. I just just
0: a big part of my day.
1: 730 <laughs> is awful. And 7am is pretty bad as well. And it's the same thing. Like when people are like texting me at 11pm and I'm just like MIA, then I start responding to you at like 5am. People are like, what That's are you me. doing? They're like, what are you doing up at 5am? I'm like, what were you doing up at 11? Like, I mean, I'm the type, like if I'm out, I could stay out all night. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But oh, if I'm boy. home, I don't like, And if I'm up at 11, it's like, I'm shut down. Like, I don't want to check texts. It's just like, it's, I hate the night. I just, I love the morning. It's amazing. Like, I'm like, it's 5 a.m. Let's go. Let's let's go. go. (laughs) We got it. We got to do work now. Come on. Got to beat
0: the sun. And I love how quiet it is. And that first moment with your coffee and just kind of Mm -hmm. easing into the day and just before it's light out out and it's still
1: dark (laughs) out you're like this is amazing and then everyone's waking up at nine and i'm like oh honey like let me tell you all the things (laughs) but waking up at 7 a.m is it's i I get it i start to freak out i'm like oh
0: it's it's challenging too because like if you don't build the structure into your day i mean it's all on you no no one's going to be like hey you didn't do your podcast today necessarily. So, you know, you got to just, but if you have a full time job. You have to filter that in into and make sure that you have the time, but everyone has the same amount of time. I think it's just, you got to get it in the morning. That's my thing. I tell everyone that if you're like, I just can't get up that early. And I'm like, you got to just, you got to build a routine. People are now. like, how do
1: you go to the gym at like the crack of dawn? I'm like, it is truly the lesser of every evil. Like I, After work is work, like, it's just, there's no other choice. Like this is the only time it's awful, but you just somehow go half asleep with your coffee. And you just, by the time you're done, you're like, okay. Well, you get
0: re-energized when you You do it that way too. So you start your day off that way and you get it out of the way.
1: Totally. That's why I do it. So stick with it, stick with it. That's my advice.
0: Well, next time I'm in New York, we'll have to meet up for a cocktail.
1: Definitely. Do you come here a
0: lot? Um, I haven't come as much as I wanted to during the pandemic, but I think now the way things are, I think I'm pretty much ready to start traveling. Like I want to, I want to fly out to meet up with Tiffany moon in Dallas because, um, you know, I just want to see if I can have a conversation with her and she was open to it and she's really sweet and, and cool. So I'm kind of open to domestically, you know, flying places. I don't think I'm ready to internationally do it. I'm um, the right. same
1: way. Like, I've flown. Like, I went to Orange County to see, like, Jesus Jogs and Lynn Curtin, like, way back. I am such a traveler outside of the U.S. And, like, I'm not sure it's, I'm ready either. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's I just, it's too complicated. Like, I can't keep up with, like, how many days do I have to like, it's like, why, like, why am I doing this? And I really, the places I want to go are not like Europe. Like, it's just, they're very complicated. And I'm like, I don't have the energy and things change by the hour. So it's like, whatever plans you have to travel, you're like, by the time you're supposed to go, the rules could be totally changed. And I'm like, totally. why? Or this is, you is get no longer stuck there
0: because you get it and you can't come back until you're clear of it. And you You messed your whole schedule up now because you just wanted to take this trip and risk it. Because to your point, things change so drastically with all these variants that keep coming at us. But
1: But domestic, yeah. Well, I mean, the next time you're in New York, but I mean, if I'm down there, too. Totally. Yeah, we we should. Absolutely. You're like right in D.C.?
0: So we used to live right in D.C. under condo there on 14th. Street I don't know DC that well, but now Canada. you guys are... It's like kind of like just right in the middle of everything because DC is not that big in the scheme of things. You but You guys are outside now. Pockets. We moved right outside because we wanted an actual house. Um, so I have like my own studio now up here. There's like enough space for us to like, because we were used to living in obviously compact spaces and we were fine with it. We started off in a studio Almost 10 years later we finally got space so and we haven't killed each other throughout the pandemic so it's been a blessing well, that's always but, good yeah so and but we're literally five minutes like driving into the city and we're like only 10 minutes from our old condo which is oddly strange because it doesn't feel that way because we're like it's, it's like you
1: live in jersey city or brooklyn
0: it's, it's kind of like that actually it's like i'm we're just like right over the bridge <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not bad
0: no 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 so it's it's nice and it's we live in an art district so it's like it's got a lot of history here so it's like I a like lot of that culture. so it's nice and it's been it's been a good experience but it's been nice that I've been able to have my own space to do it because it's hard to do stuff in small spaces when you live with someone too because you got to be cognizant are you like going to be here can you like leave
1: can you be quiet
0: you, you know just you know so but I love Um, it. Well, if you're
1: here or I'm there for real.
0: Yeah, no, I'm serious. We'll definitely link up for sure.
1: And if everyone wants to listen to my podcast, I always tell people, I'm like, if I've annoyed you here today, you could still listen because it's not about me on my show. You know how it is. It's all about the guests. Five days a week, not just Bravo, lots of other reality shows, but mostly Bravo and Housewives. They could listen at Behind the Velvet Rope, anywhere podcasts are found, Behind the Velvet Rope. Or if you want to follow me on Instagram, at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no doubt. And thought. then you
0: have a Patreon too, right? That you put bonus episodes out?
1: Patreon, bonus shows. And that is where, because I don't really talk on my main show. Patreon is where I spill the tea of like, let me tell you what I really know about what's going on. And yeah, you got to pay for that. Because I mean, also, I don't really want all that out there to the world. It's like, if you pay, you come here. I don't really want to be like gossiping. I'm really not a gossip per se. I like, think- I think
0: gossiping is when you're just regurgitating stuff around. I think it's different when you have an actual, you have actual information right? perceived as gossip, but it's not because of the way in the context of how you communicate it. It's weird. So I think it's great that you do it that way. Cause yeah, some stuff you don't want blasted because people, you know, they'll spread it like wildfire.
1: Before and it's like, it. there's all these podcasts that are like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're just kind of saying something. And I don't know who's listening to you and believing this, but you don't know. You don't know Vicky. You don't know Luann. You don't know Teresa. So it's like, you're just making shit up. So if people are hanging on that in every word, I personally have no interest in that or listening to something like that because you're listening to someone who just literally does not know. So your guess is as good as theirs. They can brand it. They can brand it.
0: That's why I don't like when there's content creators that are so firm in what they're saying as if it is fact. See, like, that's why, like, for me, I just like, I just like talking about it. So for me, it's like, what do you think? Or do you think it's this? Or I could see it being that way, but it's never like, no, absolutely. This is 1000% what Luann did. This is what she said, even though we don't know that for a fact, but I'm telling you that's what she did. There are
1: so many content creators and I'm like, I'm like How do you do this?" and I'm the opposite. Like everyone like will text me and be like, you know, don't repeat this. And I'm like, no, no, no. So it's like, I do hear everything directly from the source. And I'm just like, you know, if it doesn't happen on my show, I'm not going to talk about it. Like, that's why I'm able to kind of hear all of this, mm-hmm. you know? And then like on Patreon, I'll give you little bits of something, but nothing major, like. Where it's like, oh, I, you know, this one hates that one. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not in the middle of this. So like, you could tell me that you hate this person and I'll see them tomorrow. I'm not going to repeat it. So it's like, I don't know. I just am like, why would I repeat this? And that to me then seems thirsty. That's like, that's, that's why I to think me.
0: Some things are just not necessary to spill. Like, I think you cross to a limit. Like, so like I met Camille Grammer after season one of Beverly Hills and we stayed friends through that period but there were things that she would tell me that were not things I would go and share like housewives tea, if you will. Totally. It was more like she felt comfortable to share something personal that was really going on just in normal life, but maybe to somebody else, they would have been like, Ooh, you know? And it's like, but it, it's really personal stuff that she felt comfortable to share. So it's like, those are the lines where you, you have to decipher like, okay, well, this is not something that everyone needs to know. There's limits. I believe that at least. I mean, I get it. They're on reality TV and they put themselves out there, but that doesn't mean for grabs.
1: And then you hear things and you're like, okay, well now I'm like, you know, I think you just learn, like you say, can I trust you? And you're like, yeah, but I think people don't believe me. And then, I think (laughs) over a few weeks, they're like, okay, I get it. I'm like, listen, I am so busy with what is happening on my show and all the drama, like with Joe and like Paris and I'm like, I don't need to repeat anything you tell me. Like, you can say it on my show if you want to come on, but if you don't, then I don't need to repeat this. Like I have enough going on, on my show of people that are causing drama, so
0: that's no, cool. I think that's a great approach to it because it's letting them tell the story versus you doing it for them. So,
1: well, how I like so it. you,
0: your Patreon, how many bonus episodes do you do?
1: One every Saturday. So depending oh, wow. upon the level you are at. Yeah. So I'm really doing six shows a week. When so, do you, like,
0: you, you must go to bed at eight o'clock.
1: I mean, <laughs> I would, nothing would make me happier than to go to bed at eight o'clock. Are there days where I go to bed at eight o'clock? Yes, from pure physical exhaustion. Go to bed more like 10, 9, 30. But so, like, for instance, on my Patreon, like this week and next week, like I'm doing a best of and a worst of. So, like, and that's not just the interviews, it's like behind the scenes. So, like when I do the worst of 2021, it's literally me taking every interview I've done with a bravo it's just bravo like with a bravo person for 2021 and being like number 10 to number one these are the worst interviews of the year and not just on the air like here's why because this is what happened off the air like this person did this to me and then i'm like like once so it's like that's the stuff i do on patreon so you're all excited and saying and same thing
0: way to call it behind the velvet rope because
1: and same thing with best of like you know like my I mean like today it's like the best of like it was a two-part episode last week and this week but I just announced like my favorite interview of the year but like why like why was this the best so it's a little bit of what happened on air but it's a lot of like off air this is what happens
0: all right well and you know what people
1: love this best of but it doesn't matter everyone's like We just want to get to next week because we want people, you guys are so shady. Everyone's just like, I just want to hear the worst of the year. And like, oh, the worst of the year. We got some summer house in there. (laughs) We got, we got, it's really, we got some Salt Lake is in there. Okay. We got million dollar listing. Like it's a, this is a very broad list of, we have Miami housewives in there. So it's like the worst of, and I'm like, here are all the reasons why these are the worst interviews of the year. Amazing. Listen, if you misbehave when you're dealing with me before or after the interview, like that's what, that's what I talk about on Patreon. Like if you're going to keep me up and like, I need you to edit out this word. And first of all, I will do what I want. Like you better ask nicely if you think you want an edit. Do you but, get a lot of that by the way? No, but I I've got no, not a lot, not a lot. I've gotten it. I've gotten it. And then it's like, but I have to tell you, Every time I get it, just because at this point, I know what's going to hit and what's going to go viral in the press. I don't know how these people are on TV for like 10, 15 years. Every time someone wants something out, it's never, you're like, sure, I'll take that out. Because it's never, you're like, I know what's going to be that viral headline. It's never what they want out. I'm like, how could you be on the show for 10 years and not understand what hits? Like, do you know what I mean? Whatever they want out, I'm like, you know what? If, is that going to make you happy and want to come back? Great, I'll take that out because it's never the real bomb that is going to explode. Never. That's wild. Once.
0: How would they not realize that? I have point. no
1: idea. It's always the most, and you just feel like saying to someone like, "Get over yourself. Nobody cares about this with you." <laughs> like, it's so strange. It's a like
0: personal nuance, like things more than it is what the actual issue so I, could be i
1: don't get that a lot i don't get that a lot but i get a lot of housewives that don't like each other like when i'll have someone on and then like five weeks later i'll have like their enemy or the person they don't like and they're like <laughs> well, why did you like i'll get things like that about other interviews i'm like all you housewives are listening to my show they're like well why did you ask this and i'm just like i'm doing my job like that's where it's like a I mean, I won't come after you, but it's like, just because you're my friend, if I'm interviewing someone that you don't like and everyone knows that I'm going to, of course I have to ask about you. Like, it's just one thing has nothing to do with the other. Like, get over it. It's like work is work and personal is personal.
0: Well, and also it's like, you're on a show and you're also working. So well,
1: that's just what I say. I'm like, why does everyone get to fucking eat except me? Like you so wouldn't like, what,
0: just blow smoke up your ass the whole interview and then and like, not ask any questions. <laughs> like,
1: right. And like, you wouldn't call Andy Cohn. You wouldn't call, you know, entertainment tonight. Like you just, I'm nice and you, you were friends and you know me, so you can call me and text me and ask me, no, like, this isn't how it works. Like pretend this is watch what happens. Would, would you call them and ask them for an edit? No. So I don't get a lot of it. But when I do, it's like, you better tread lightly and you better ask nicely. And you better like once, like you, you use your one. Don't
0: make this a thing.
1: <laughs> cause I mean, if you're just like demanding, I'll just be like, I'll go off.
0: Well, cause then it's like, we're, we're trying to craft a narrative now. Right. We're splicing and dicing and that's not right. the point of the conversation. You right? said
1: it in real time and you meant it and it's not coming out. Right. Right.
0: And it's, yeah. So what do you want? What do you want us to do? Exactly. Totally, Flub it up. So what, um, what are you doing this evening? Do you have any plans? Are you going out? Are you staying in? We have a snowstorm apparently coming our way tomorrow. We apparently
1: have a snowstorm coming our way. I believe that I am for many reasons. First of all, I'm going to work today all day. That's the first thing. Second thing is it's, I'm sure it's the same in DC. It is like negative 100 degrees. (laughs) I'm not going outside. I am in an apartment in a nice doorman building, and I'm freezing in my apartment. So it's like the heat is on, but it is so cold out.
0: It, no, it's cold. Well, I'm always cold.
1: I am so always cold. Always. I always feel seven. like i
0: never Me at too. the right temperature, so that's whatever. But today it is shockingly cold that I don't even need to go outside. So I'm same, just doing stuff all day that I need to get done for the podcast. But honestly, like that's why I'm not going out to see Sonia tonight. Just, can't, gets, I can't, I can't drum it up. I can't, I don't think it's going to be it.
1: in the way you described it is exactly how these things go. Like, <laughs> I don't know if people were promised a picture or what, but yes, there's going to be people buzzing and she'll be in the roped off area and everyone's going to pretend and people are going to want a picture. And it's like, that just sounds like a horrible way to spend a night. Right.
0: Well, it's just a bunch of people that just want a picture for the
1: gram. Stupid.
0: No one Stupid. cares, really. You know, it's just kind of like it's. I don't know. It's too juvenile for me at this point. I think.
1: In my I get it. Age of life. I don't go to any of that stuff unless you know, like you're invited. Because then it's like
0: it's just it's kind of to like me. It's like or something. I don't know. It's like weird.
1: I want to interview you. You know what I mean? Like it's just like if it's a different thing. It's like media journalist mm-hmm. talent, like short of that, I don't, right. It's like a weird relationship and like, I don't need it. I mean, let me tell you, it's harder to interview people on my show that I'm friends with and that I know it's just like, it takes longer to lock them in. They're like, of course I'm going to do your show. I'm like, sweetie, we're in week seven of your season. Like when, like, this isn't like, like, this is real, like this, let's make it formal. So it's like, I don't need to be friends or like see all these people. It's just like, let's just, Come on the show and do the work, you know, Totally, but I I have no interest in leaving my house today either. And I'm not so sure I have any interest in leaving my house tomorrow either.
0: Do you have groceries? Do you have your milk and bread? I've got it all. Important essentials.
1: (laughs) I've got it all. It's like, I have so much work to do and like, you know, you never know, but like, it's quiet in New York. Like people are staying in the streets are really quiet. Yeah, now. I'm surprised
0: I haven't even heard a fire truck go off, like usually it's like when I lived there, it was like there was always fire trucks. okay, well, it's ju-
1: you just it's you're lucky because normally, nine hundred times during this <laughs> podcast that I do, I have to the other day I was on the phone with them with, I was doing an episode with the Miami housewife coming up and I was like, I have to just point out that yes, I live in New York, and yes, you can hear those sirens like I'm like, I'm in a nice building, like I hear sirens on my show all day. And I never did before COVID. It's only like in the past two years, I'm, I hear fire trucks and sirens all the time. So the fact that you haven't heard one is a rare exception.
0: So it is a quiet day then in New York. People are really laying low.
1: I took a picture of outside my window the other day and sent it to my friend. And she's like, there's no way that like, like what time was that taken? I'm like, oh, like at 11 o'clock. She's like, there's not one person on the street. And I'm like, I know it's like, it's, it's quiet here
0: so insane well first off what what I'm gonna say is I really want to say thank you for coming on again
1: anytime
0: and before I let you go I just want your advice what is your best approach on nailing a housewife interview
1: it's almost like I what you don't know works in your favor if that makes any sense like you know, now that I've had everybody on my show, I was innocent in the beginning and I just DM'd people, which it sounds like that's what you're doing. Yeah. That's not a bad way to start. You know what I mean? Okay. So like, it's like, it depends. Like it's hard. Like, I mean, I've had every type of interview I've had unadulterated. Yes. And I'm coming on and we'll talk for three hours. Like Carol Raswell. there's still Mm -hmm. a third part to Carol Raswell's interview that I had to put out that everyone's asking me for. Then I'll have like, when people are currently on the show, it depends. Like there, the network is involved often manager, even in the past. Like, so it's like when someone's just like, yes, I'm going to come on. Great. But I've done every type of interview where I'm interviewing and it's like, no, there's 17 people listening to this chat right now. You'll never know. But on the Zoom, silence, not hit. Like, so I think, so now that I know all of that and how it works, I'm like, man, I can't believe I just reached out to people via DM in the beginning and it works. A lot of people will do it that way. So I feel just go down the list and just, like if someone doesn't get back to you, follow up and then just try to like slowly lock people in. And I think it's a snowball effect of like, well, wait, you're what you're not getting back to me, but like I had, count, I had Countess Loan on. I mean, listen, it's all about, I mean, Hollywood's the same way because I do all these non-Housewife interviews. It's just like a name game. And like, let's face it. There is a hierarchy of housewives, I no matter what you say. Totally. So, Countess Loan is way up there compared to a Marisol, a Tiffany Moon. No offense to them. That's just a reality. So I think once the train is moving and you're like, I had Luann and Ramona and Teresa and like the bigger than names, it's like it does help. It does. Sure.
0: Sure. Well, I'm still like I said, I was like, I'm still like I'm freshman here. And and you know, so I'm I'm fine with that. And I I enjoy all the ladies in general, but I see I totally agree with you. Like there's a hierarchy and I can see how that works in your benefit the higher you go in the tier of who you're talking to
1: people do respond to their dms not everybody but i think a lot of the housewives like it really is them they will read it they will dm you back so that is like in the beginning really all you should be doing like people answer their dms
0: do you think if they have an like some of them have an email for like inquiries do you do you go that I, well?
1: I like to do both. I'm okay. one of those, like if I have three ways to reach out to you, it's not like I'll reach out every 30 seconds, but in that initial reach out, I will do everything. I will do the email and the DM at the same time. That's me. Cause I'm like, I don't know what you're going to see first. Smart. Okay. I like that. And then if you get back with one method, I'm like, oh, you do check your DMs or you do check your email. I like doing both. I do. Because you never know. Like, look, there's plenty of DMs that just go unseen.
0: That's true. A lot of times they don't see them. Sometimes they might see the email first and vice versa. I
1: think you do both.
0: All right. I'm going to write that down.
1: That's, I mean, that worked for me. And like, I might even reference it and say like, you know, I see your emails on here. I'm going to send you an email. And then in the email, say, I'll send you a DM as well. Just so like, they don't think you're like, I mean, but I don't even know if they get that detail, but that's worked for me. I've gotten people from DMS and from emails. I think that's all you need to do in the beginning. Like Tiffany, she checks, right? Like Marisol, like these people check, you know, do I think Luann is really Luann on her social? No, not really. But like there's exceptions, but most of them, it's really them in their DMS themselves. Okay. I mean, the countess, of course, is a of different course, story, that's different. That's but different. the majority, you know, like, no, I don't think Lisa Rinna is going to DM you back. I don't think Lisa Rinna is going to come on your show, but Lisa Rinna is not going to come on my show. Like, you know, there's just people that aren't <laughs> going to do it, but the majority will, I mean, Jen Shaw's not doing interviews at the moment. It either is Erica, like new shocker, you know, like, so, but a lot, the most of them check their DMs.
0: Well, I I think
1: Beverly Hills is probably the hardest. And I think New York is a close second for Mm -hmm. current housewives, but short of that, I think everyone kind of checks their stuff. I mean, it's the typical LA, New York, it's the toughest, but ex New York housewives are not hard and ex Beverly Hills are not really hard either. Harder.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I'm, I'm, forming my list today because i'm kind of looking at housewives that are also no longer on the show kind of like build out like kind of a a strategy map for i mean
1: those are better interviews per se because they really don't really spill
0: all the like behind the scenes stuff that was going on that they weren't allowed to talk about so it's always interesting
1: and they're i mean i hate to say it like like if housewives ended i i would be okay you know because they're humble. They're just not all of them, but most of them have come around to being normal again. Do you know what mm-hmm. I
0: mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like the ego isn't there. And it's more like when they're talking to you, it's like equals. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just feel that now because my show has grown so much, but even in the beginning, it's like when someone's on the show, it's like, Oh honey, you're not Madonna. Like get over yourself. <laughs> And I have to say like the real celebrities I've had on, like I've had on Fran Drescher and Susan Lucci and like real celebrities are on the whole nicer (laughs) than I feel the Housewives are some of the, like as just a whole, the most difficult at times to deal with, with the diva attitude. Like, I mean, Susan Lucci is a soap legend and like she should have an attitude, like the nicest. So it's like, I feel like, like Nick Shea and 98 degrees were on my show. It's like, I mean, none of these people are easy to get, but like when they're there with you, it's like less of a diva attitude, but I feel like ex housewives, there's a humility there that wasn't there when I tried to deal with them when they were on the show.
0: No, I could totally see that. I mean, one person that like, I really want to get on is Taylor Armstrong. Cause I like, I would love to see where she's at in her life and how the show shaped that and what it's she's done a, Taylor's
1: a good one. I like Taylor. I met her once when
0: she was coming to the Ivy when she had just written her And you book. never lived
1: in LA? Or you lived in LA?
0: No, we never lived in LA. Between I mean, that and there. Camille,
1: like, you met a lot of... The Beverly Hills. It was lives. random.
0: Yeah. They both were there. They both came. It was in the same time frame too. It was just so strange, but it was right when Beverly Hills had become a thing and people were like, so in love with season one. And so people were just like. Getting on board with it. So it was just like, I don't know. I always remember those times as being like the best time. It was like the right at the beginning of Beverly Hills. Camille
1: is hard. Like I've, I mean, Camille has a team and like she's tweeted back, but like Camille is hard. Like, I've reached out like her team, like it just, it never happens, which like it will one day. She's not impossible. She's not like, like LVP is much more difficult to get on than Camille. I feel like Camille will happen one day.
0: Absolutely. I mean, she's just one of those people that's, if she's, if she's in the moment and she catches it, she'll respond. She'll, she'll make it happen. But to like, me, it's I like down here, it was like, she would just, someone would just email you. And then that's how you knew where like, she kind of just gives the details. It's all organized. You can tell someone is managing her time and it's not necessarily her all the time. That's maybe in her messages.
1: I always feel with Camille, it's like, why not do podcasts? Like you certainly don't not want to talk about this. I mean, you comment online on Twitter all the time. So it's like, it's not Mm -hmm. like, like, look, there are housewives that just don't want to talk about it.
0: Totally. And she, I think, I mean, for her, I think she's also got tired of being used recently with production. Cause it's like, same thing with Brandy. They, they get pulled in when they need something to happen. And then these people end up not getting their diamond. And I think Brandy and Camille were ready for a diamond when they were being, you know, put back on.
1: Except Brandy needs the money. So she'll never say no.
0: Oh, yeah, like that's just,
1: whereas Camille, I think is like, I don't need your pittance
0: no, she's fine financially, okay. so it's not that serious for her. But I do think she likes being on the show at some capacity, whether it is friend of or full-time. I, I think she gets a kick out of it, mostly. Okay. That's Camilla's- what I like about her. She just she seems like she, she's super fun. She's down to earth. Her husband's sweet as pie. But because she would come down here to do her and uh, women's cancer walk, and we would all do the walk with her her husband was super great so she was just but she was a straight shooter she's a good wife about how like the current season was going and was just kind of like you know it's, it's a job it's you just have to go with the flow of what's happening and that's that's tv you know it's entertainment too you have to you have to keep that in mind people forget that they're like what you know she's like you have to put on you have to react you have to do stuff
1: that's what makes a good housewife she gets the assignment
0: totally she got it from day one
1: she's okay. a good one
0: now i need to go watch season one i know <laughs> i'm so nostalgia. like between her and taylor like i miss them i have they I have taylor. taylor's a good one wonder if well she's on
1: girls trap, so
0: that's why i'm hoping like see just i just be interested to see how she is now like see what that dynamic's like but she's well good. i am going to Let you go on because I know you're busy the rest of your day. I really appreciate your time. You gave me more than an hour
1: and. And let me know when this comes out, tag me. I'll repost. I'll make the rounds for you. But really when you guys are in New York or when I'm down there, we'll do drinks for real. Absolutely.
0: All right, David, thank you so much. And everybody go check Behind the Velvet Rope out everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out the Patreon for Behind the Velvet Rope. There's a new episode on there every Saturday, David.
1: Every right. Saturday.
0: And that's where you're going to get the tea, you guys. He's not going to spill it on the regular podcast. He's going to reserve that for that. So you need to subscribe to the Patreon if you want to get into all of that. All right, David, I'm going to let you know when this comes out and I will talk to you very, very soon.
1: Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Time. Time.